Alright, mate. Are you keeping our kid? Yeah, I'm alright. <laughs> We've been doing them. Well, <clears throat> my dad came down to Brighton yesterday to visit. Yeah. And um, we kind of do the same. He, he loves the vintage and retro shops. Right. Um, and goes round and, and does his usual spiel of trying to get a discount off of everything. It basically, he's fucking Del Boy. Yeah. Trying to get a discount on everything. Wheel of Demon. Making comments to every single person who works in the shop. <laughs> you know, that Getting himself of. known. But as you do, we were kind of chatting about different things and laughing and whatever. And he brought a story to my attention, which I realise I've never told you before and I've never told it on the pod. Really? Or at least I don't think I have. So if I have... Well, if you haven't told me, you haven't said it on the pod. No, I don't think I have, but we'll see. Um, so I was really little. I was about three years old in Glasgow. Okay. And um, my... It was my auntie's nan... Or no, auntie's mum. So my uncle's wife's mum, right. <laughs> right, had died. Okay. And she was like really fucking old, whatever. Um, and they had this thing in Glasgow when a family member died for the first couple of days you lay them out on the coffee table right yeah yeah yeah. and everyone would come round and pay their respects like an open casket without the casket yeah so it was just like a dead person on a table right and I was yeah I was about three years old and my dad's kind of explained to me what had happened but I didn't really get it because you don't at that age yeah. and he was like do you want to come in and sort of pay your respects and I was kind of like well I, I mean I guess so I'd never seen a dead body before I mean <laughs> yeah. I was three <laughs> piqued your interest <laughs> so I'm kind of he's like right it's going to be a bit odd but you just say a little something nice and that'll be that so okay Um. so we go into the room and it was winter in Glasgow in essentially a tenement building so it's fucking freezing right. in the gorbals and there's this really small old woman lying on the coffee table but it's really fucking cold like eerily cold right and as we opened the door we kind of went in it was one of those really heavy like fire doors and it kind of slammed shut and my dad turned the light on but it was like one of those kind of old oil lamp light type it didn't things. really do much so it was ju- and there was about I mean I was probably about a foot of fog all around the coffee table and he flicked the light on and I just <sighs> I couldn't breathe because it was freezing there was a dead body and there was all this fucking smoke it was like something out towers from the crypt and I started freaking out he started freaking out because <laughs> I was freaking out and he was like what the fuck and we both kind of bolted out the door and I got really upset and oh, it was a disaster yeah and it wasn't until like 20 years later my dad informed me that the bloke living in the flat in the tenement building underneath was trying to cook a bacon sandwich and had burnt it and all the <laughs> all smoke, the smoke had come up through the fucking floor <laughs> haunted by a bacon haunted sandwich haunted by a fucking bacon sandwich <laughs> That was, that was my first <laughs> experience of death. Welcome to episode 26. Yes. <laughs> it is the 26th Indeed. chapter. Chapter 26. Chapter 26. A questionable babble. A questionable babble. Well, I don't know what the other chapters are called. Oh, fuck me. I suppose it's just the title of the episode. Yeah, I guess so. But speaking of which... Yeah. Um, you brought it to my attention. The, just, king, the king of Segways the back. The king of Segways back. I'm just riding <laughs> in on two wheels constantly, mate. But you mentioned before that by yeah. the time this pod comes out... Yeah. We would have been running for yeah. over a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's quite incredible. Happy birthday pod. Yeah. Well, we'll I'll do a little post online. Um, I-, I want a cake. Okay. Well, without a cake, it's not a birthday, is it? Well, it's not just your birthday. Someone else needs to buy us a cake. Well, we need to buy the pod a cake. Okay. 
the pod is its own separate entity we'll get at this a, point. We'll get a, yeah, it's a life of its own. We'll get a call in the caterpillar for him. Yes. Or if her. you haven't got a call in the caterpillar, then you, it's not it's not fucking birthday time. I feel like the Babelman is a is a lady, a sophisticated lady. Elegant. Yep. Refined. Yep. Hilarious. Yep. Well dressed. Sexy. Of course. A bit lazy though. <laughs> yeah, that's the bit where it's that's the only man bit of it. It's a bit lazy, but yeah. um, uh, yeah. So it's been yeah, it'll be over. It'll be just over a year when the, when the listeners are getting this in their ears. So it strikes me as the perfect time to have a little trip down memory lane. Yeah. What's uh, what's the the, the favourite parts of the last year stick in your mind? As far as the babblement is concerned, um, Ted's gone. Give it to you was a real highlight for me. Yeah, that's probably one of my my favourite thoughts. Yeah, that I've had not to blow my own penis. No, no, we we are. That was rather amusing. Even yeah, listening back myself. It's funny though, isn't it? Because when you listen back to something that you've done, obviously, when we listen back, we don't. Well, maybe you do, but I don't think you do. I certainly don't just laugh all the way through it, even though it's fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> there's just like little bits that you miss when you're in the midst or in the flow of yeah. um, recording. I mean, it's mad for me because obviously I, I edit yeah. everything, and so I actually listen to the pod in segments numerous times. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, like you just expect me to have heard everything. Yeah. And then I'll watch. Uh, sorry, listen to the pod back. And there's a bit that I've completely missed, even yeah. though I've, I've edited the bastard. Yeah. And it's hila- it is hilarious. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I'm going to completely suck mine and your dick right now. We're okay. funny motherfuckers. Yeah, I think so. But also, we can say that we're a bit shit at stuff, which is nice. Yeah. Um, personally, one of my favourite parts of the last year has been the Fucked It Boys. Yeah, some of the Fucked It um, Boys have been great. They, they have been a stalwart. Yeah, of the the pods makeup, and <laughs> they they really hold us together. Yeah, as human beings. <laughs> but one thing that I keep getting told, which I have to say, perturbs me somewhat. Right. Everyone keeps telling me how much they like listening to your voice, <laughs> which is really fucking irritating. Well, listeners. Oh, here we go. I thank you kindly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take it down a little bit now. <laughs> Are we gonna go real, Barry? <laughs> Why? What's different between mine and yours? I sound better. I don't know about that, but now that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> Maybe it's just because you talk Careful. more than I. Careful on some subjects, which, to be honest, you're a better outward speaker than I am. I'm more mm. of a chipper inner, mm. and you are. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't quantify our vocal qualities. Well, maybe. The listeners would like to get in contact properly and tell us exactly why they like listening. Well, no, to me. because the thing is, Lee, and then we can just put me on the pod more. <clears throat> yeah, all right, and you fine. can take more of a back seat. I said this. To, I said this. I mean, we're lucky. At the end of episode twenty-five was the biggest fucked it boys I've ever done. Oh, it was fantastic. So the, the listeners are fucking lucky that I'm here. But then everyone keeps telling me, "Oh, yeah, yeah, Lee, Lee sounds really good." It's like, oh. <laughs> Why you, right, tell him that? It's because I'm a consummate professional. Well, perhaps. But then when we fuck something up or we don't release, we're inundated. <laughs> inundated <laughs> with yeah, contact. When we want something, everyone's like... It's like a barren fucking wasteland. Yeah, we ask for something, we get nothing in no. the inbox. Miss, Although... Miss a babblement. Yeah. Where's our fucking babblement? Yeah, fucking keyboard warriors. <laughs> But, we um, do love you, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I mean thanks, if you weren't I mean, there to moan, I would cry. It would I mean, make me thanks sad. for listening, I guess. But but fucking shut up. <laughs> <laughs> apart from, apart from, we have one listener who has listened to at least one episode. Oh oh oh! Just a little bit of content. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, go on. This is you've got some new analytics, haven't you? Yeah. So and as... it tells you exactly, like to the almost to the the road. Well, I mean, listeners, you're safe. Don't worry, because of data protection. But yeah, what it what it is because Lee, as he's wax lyrical about already sucking his own dick, he does the editing. That's why it's so good. His voice is amazing. Ryan's a cunt, fine. Um, <laughs> but no, so I I kind of take charge of uploading it and doing all the boring analytical things. Um, and that our pod host has made available 
uh, some more in-depth analytics. Yeah, um, got and some stats. We have a listener who is either working in or currently residing in... Which I hope. Which I really hope. In a, in a nice way. In a prison in Mexico. <laughs> so if you are the listener... In a Mexican prison, please get in contact with us. I, mean, I don't know how the fuck you're listening to, you. to this. In, but you know, if it's on your burner phone through a speaker, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. We understand. Yeah, it needs must. You got to do what you got to do. But I think use it... that burner phone to send a little text or an email or something to us. Yeah, or maybe he's got Twitter on his burner phone. Maybe he has. Get in contact. We'll we'll shout it out on the pod. But no, I mean, obviously, listeners are being fickle as hell. Well, <laughs> I am anyway. Of course, we love the fact that you listen. It's amazing, and the feedback we've had consistently over the last year has been positive, unbelievably so. And some of the places in the world where we have listeners is crazy, unexpected. Yeah, San Jose, California. I mean, hi guys. There's, Hello, and, Sam. and I say with a plural because there's more than one of you. Yeah, there's multiple people listening in San Jose. I mean, Jose, let's just California. start from the beginning. The fact that there's more than one listener, full stop, is yeah. incredible. Yeah. And I expected that, and that's not even our parents. I expected it to be one of us two. Neither of my parents will ever listen to the podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> especially if, you know, especially some of the stuff that we say, there's just no way. My dad could handle it. Mum, no, not so much. Cast out. Yeah, but, but you know, it is amazing. You're right. There's, there's more than one person over there listening. So hello to you and hello to everybody else. Yeah, in, it's crazy. I mean, do we need to learn other languages or do they just want us to well, speak? I mean, not in... if we're trying to talk to people in San Jose, California. Well, obviously not Presumably. Them, but we are worldwide. But yeah, so... we've got listeners in Finland. Hey, Finland. We've got listeners in Spain, in, in yeah, New Zealand, Mauritius, uh, in everywhere. Australia. It's, it's crazy, really. And, and I don't want to get too serious about it. But when Lee and I first started the podcast... You know, I we we I kind of came to him with this idea of this thing to do, and we then started doing it. And it from my point of view, I'd always wanted to record a podcast, and I'd thought of all these different things that I was going to do a podcast about, and none of those things have ended up being what this is. No, and frankly, I could not be fucking happier about it. No, exactly. We we always sort of knew the direction we were going in, but we started yeah. off with the idea because obviously with the gaming channel, yeah, 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 I only yeah. thought we'd do something attached to that. And we realised very quickly it was it was its own thing, and it has grown well into its own thing. And yeah. I'm glad it has because it's been it's been great fun. It has been great fun. But the original question that we opposed posed upon ourselves was our favourite moments from the Babelman. Mm. And actually, I think what it comes down to is the whole fucking thing. For good, for bad, for indifference. Yeah. The whole thing has just been absolutely insane. And the response that we've had has been insane. Um, we're still waiting for that serial money. That I, My dad yeah. wrote a porno money. Yeah, it, you we're know, gonna, we're gonna that find would be that good. Out. We're, um, we're going to get there. We just need to bust a case wide open. Indeed. I think Can I'm you imagine to... if like this was... We've been in it a year... And now we turn it into like a week by week true crime podcast where we just hunt down one. Criminal yeah, where we're looking for. And we well, actually we d- turn into private investigators. Yeah, to go out on. mate, I'd fucking love to be a private investigator. I'd be terrible at it. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd just sit in the car eating peanuts. Well, not if I was with you, because I'm allergic to peanuts. Well, I'd just sit away from you. <laughs> Good. You sit in the back. I'd be like fucking driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> Look at those two kind of bloated white men sat in the car. One sat in the back eating loads of peanuts and the other one looks like he's choking to death. <laughs> Why is he in the driver's seat? Yeah. Why is he in the passenger seat? Who's driving the car? Oh, driving. <laughs> yeah, so I think that answers the question, doesn't it, really? I mean, fucking who knows, man. Who, kno- who knows where we're going or where we've been, but yeah. it's been a bloody good It has jaunt. been a... a and these very... fools are still fucking listening. I know! Oh. We've got to do a good one today. Uh, well, we, we say that every week. And then we never deliver. We're like the worst postman in the world. <laughs> we never deliver. <laughs> well, we deliver disappointment. Yeah, oh, vulgarity. Um, and... World leaders of... I would add. Yeah, and some pretty fruity language. Yeah. Tooty fruity, I'd But say. I mean, if you're sat at home and you're offended by language... Fuck yourself. Fuck off. 
Maybe we've just got these listeners because of your dulcet voice. Maybe. Maybe we should do some ASMR videos where we eat like gherkins or something. Oh, for God's sake, no. Maybe that's that's what we're going to do, listeners. We're going to branch into different mediums of every audio. Every week you'll get a different thing. One week we'll be private investigators. And they've got to try and guess what we're doing. What we're doing. Well, I think we've just come up with a new a new podcast. Like the Babblement's going to change. Babblement 2.0. Yeah, there's a lot of changes going on. You'll have, have to tune in later, listeners. <laughs> Don't be angry, don't be pissed. Just sit there and put it on your hay list. <laughs> I mean, that, that was a close one. Yeah, <laughs> nearly could have gone either way, couldn't it? didn't do it. Could have gone either way. Obviously, it's your turn. Yeah, of course it fucking is. All right, I've got two this week. Oh, no. Um... First one is obnoxious day drinking. Yeah. I went to the laundrette um, and a guy came in to pick up some clothes that had dried in a tumble dryer drinking a tinny. Right. And it was about four o'clock, maybe slightly earlier, on a Monday. Right. So it's like really early and why it's just the, and it's not people who drink because I know you know fine but it's that kind of the arrogance that comes with it like you need a drink at this time yeah. you've got to have a drink now and that kind of just walking down the street kind of brazenly drinking a tinny I just I just fucking hate it I find it really annoying it's not, it's so annoying. and I think more so it was, it was kind of um, accentuated because he's trying to put his clothes in the in the bag out of the dryer whilst yeah. holding the tinny under his armpit and I was like this would be so much easier if you didn't have the fucking tinny mate or just put it down Do you know, well I mean yeah or had the lateral thinking available to do so yeah I mean he was wearing a leather jacket so oh well there you go then do you know what I mean <laughs> I should have known I mean it just spell it out he may he, have a sign yeah I am a twat <laughs> yeah a day drinking leather jacket wearing twat Bellend ear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your second one? Uh, my second one is actually related to the podcast. Um, okay. Not me, I hope. It's no, it, it's not uh, people telling me how wonderful your fucking voice is. Uh, that is going to go on the hate list if it keeps happening. Um, but no, it's because we end up always recording into the early hours of the morning yeah. because we get distracted by shiny things when we're meant to be recorded. Yes. And I have to then drive... Well, I don't have to, but I then drive back to Brighton. Yes. Never find a fucking parking space. So it's 3.30 in the morning. I'm knackered. <laughs> I mean, today, tonight's not so bad because I've been off work for a week. Yeah. So I'm not really that tired. But normally, I've been at work all devastated. week. I'm absolutely annihilated and then I've got to spend 40 minutes <laughs> slightly edging into spaces before I realise my car's too fucking big and then driving <laughs> around again and like the other night I parked and I wanted to get out of my car and there was this really pissed guy not tinny leather jacket guy someone else someone else another fucking idiot <laughs> who's just walking around running up to people and screaming in their faces oh, and it was like if he does that I'm going to have to punch him and I really don't <laughs> want him because I'm really tired but my hand but I'm, I'm going to have to do face. this um, so I just so instead of just sitting in my car because I was worried he was going to come up to the car yeah I'd, I'd found a space, yeah, I had to keep driving around a fucking oh loop for about 15 minutes before we <laughs> fucked off somewhere. <laughs> so oh, the inability, dear. Brighton, that's the only thing I don't, not necessarily don't like about living in Brighton, because I love living in Brighton, it's the one thing that perturbs me slightly, yeah. is on the odd occasion where I can't, it's literally like there is no parking spaces at all. Just leave it in the middle it's of the road. It's a barren fucking waste. Put the lights on, leave it there. So yeah, well, you, there's, this, there's this fucking person who lives near me, who drives a smart car, <laughs> right? I mean, they could go on the fucking list anyway. I had a feeling they were going to, the Venom. But... They park in a parallel space, but they reverse directly in. into it. Yeah. And it's like, and they're always hanging out slightly because they yeah. go, "Oh, this is small enough to fit in this space." It's not small enough. It's nearly small enough, 
But that's not small enough. <laughs> there is a difference, and that difference is nearly. It's just it's just arrogant, isn't it? You've got a shit car, and you're just fucking reversing into a space. It's just arrogant. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't need a full space. Oh, sorry. Sorry you've got a Some, tiny someone little Someone else can car. use the other half. Yeah, that's fine. But that's the thing. Because it parks in there, then everyone's kind of has to leave a weird amount of gap in between the other car. Honestly, yeah. mate. Fuck them. <laughs> and if I can have three, because it's actually piggybacked onto it, is, and we, I know we don't like to talk about driving or motors or cars that much, but people who don't know how to park don't know how much gap to leave. So they leave, I would say, 88% of the amount of space to be able to fit a car into. Yeah. It's like if you just moved back a little bit, you could get a car in there. Yeah, or someone who can you can inefficient see parking. Two spaces and they go in the middle. Oh, of it. you know, just honestly, you can die. <laughs> you can fucking die. Well, I've got one, mm-hmm. and I also would like it to die. Mm-hmm. I've had enough now. The B fifty twos. I mean, time is time. I don't want to walk into Esther. I have to put up with Love Shack at quarter past one in the afternoon when I'm shopping for frozen fucking pizza. I've had enough of him wanting to set sail all the fucking time. Just fuck off to your shack and stop singing about it, you fucking twats. God damn it. Of all of the things I thought you were going to say, I never thought you could say the B-52s. Also, did they find the Love Shack? I don't know. Do they own the Love Shack? It's a little old place where they should just fuck off to. Yeah. I agree, man. I mean, fuck. <laughs> I didn't expect you to say the B-52s. That's why I found it so funny. Because it's 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 a staple on a lot of... Um, I mean, like you say, like in supermarkets and stuff, because it's inoffensive. Yeah. But the worst thing is when it comes on at a wedding or at a kind of party and you get, you know, five 50-year-old Lindas getting up, ironically dancing to Love Shack. All of them shaking their wrists at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, the wrist-shaking bastard's going to fuck off with you. Yeah. Stop wearing leggings, you 50, Linda. God damn it. So, this is quite irregular, but just before we started recording this very pod, which are, we are recording, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you had a phone call. Yes, well, so my dad, my dad had decided to watch something on Netflix that I'd recommended to him, and he kept trying to phone me, because we were prepping to record, so I kind of ignored him and thought, oh, fuck it, I'd better phone him. So I phoned him, and what you're about to hear is that phone call. I've talked about my dad a lot on the pod, and finally, he's always refused to come in the shed with us <laughs> and record. And f- let's face it, frankly, I think that's probably a good for, idea. For the best, definitely. But I've got managed to, in without him knowing, get him on the pod. So that's what you're going to listen to now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ryan's dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. All right. I can't find it anywhere. I've just gone on now to put in, like, um, so I'm just spelling Sue. Sue. Eh. Sweet Sue. No, it's got... Ah, Suicide Squad. I've also put it in your list on Netflix. Ah, right. Well, I've got it now. I've just found it. But I, I went... Honestly, my thumb's fucking sore. Since that text to you, I've spent about... Well, what's the time now? It's quarter to ten. It's fucking three quarters of an hour trying to find it. I just come up in or something. But why didn't you just search for the name of the film? Because I was looking through to see if it would come up first. <laughs> what, for 45 <laughs> minutes? Yeah, I've been all over the fucking place with it. So you managed to log on all right? Don't s- don't. All oh, right, and you put the password. Up. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that was fine. So I remember that. I've written it down just in case that happens. It's never happened before. No. Well, it's probably because I've changed the password since you last used it. Oh, have you? What, what about 
well you up until yesterday you said you you never you, you never watched Netflix in fact you were going to buy the movie even though you knew it was on Netflix because you didn't want to use Netflix well you cause I'm, uh, I can never I'm worried now that I put it on and it won't fucking finish on time but I don't know it might be better up here so I'll try it Suicide Squad Hell to Pay is that it? Hell to Pay? yeah it's got Suicide Squad and it's got Hell to Pay I mean, yeah, I guess. I'd, uh, I, I mean, I thought... Well, no, yeah, I mean, okay. It's, it's just called Suicide Squad, but yeah, I, I, don't, there's not, I don't think there's another one on there, so... Oh, hang on. What's happened then? Well, I'm on it. What do I do now? Just press the thing in the middle? You just Yeah, you just press play on the remote. That's it. Yeah, I got it. I can see Will Smith's face. Oh, you can oh. see Will Smith's face. Okay, good. Yeah. Fucking hell, he's built like a brick shit house, isn't he? Who? Will Smith. Yeah, he looks good, doesn't he? Fucking hell, yeah. I might shave my hair off. I don't think just by shaving your hair off you'll have Will Smith's body. Oh, well, fuck that. I'm not keeping the hair then. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I can't stop thinking about that fucking bloke singing that song. Oh, what, in Forgetting Sarah Marshall? <laughs> well, you should watch it. It's on Netflix. What's it called? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. After I might try that through the weekend. Yeah, you'll Sarah like it, man. It's funny. Yeah, I'll have a go at that. All right, well, let, let me know how Suicide Squad goes. All right, love. All right, mate. Take care. Bye. Nice, Bye. 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 Don't make recommendations for him. It'll take 45 fucking minutes trying to find Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He'll forget Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Honestly, mate, I had about 20 texts from him backwards and forwards about how do you not be able to Netflix? I said to him yesterday, I told him that I'd I finally watched Suicide Squad. He was like, do you like it? I was like, yeah, it was okay. You'll probably like it. He likes that kind of thing. And he said, well, I'll buy it then. Suicide Squad, hell to pay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it was called that, but okay. And I was like, well, you don't have to buy it because it's on Netflix. He was like, yeah, well, I don't like Netflix. And I was like, no, but you don't... I, I pay for Netflix. You've got your own account. Just use it. Then you can stream it. He was like, what does streaming mean? Fuck, that's the future. I was like, oh, fuck, I'll just watch it. <laughs> What's he talking about? I'm just worried I w- won't finish on time. Because if the internet's slower, the film will take longer to finish. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I can't, honestly, I am like oh. IT fucking support. Oh, I fucking love that guy. I, I am IT support. Have you ever watched, like, South Today? Like, Meridian? Sadly, yes. Right. Local news bollocks. The whole programme was appalling. (laughs) Right, it was appalling. I mean, Fred Dynage must be 500 years old. Um, But they kept teasing this story of this old blind couple. Like, they were, like, they were both 97, fought in the war... And they kept teasing you were going to get this story. So I sort right. of... It was on. I wasn't really paying that much attention to it. But it came on. And the story was like a really nice story. Both of them fought, as I say, in the Second World War. Had been married for forever. Both their partners had died. The husband or the, the, the guy who's um, in a wheelchair. Let's say both 97. He got really upset when thinking about his wife. And started crying. Hmm. He was like, but now I've met fucking... Edna and my life so much better and it was really sweet but they met at at this like blind veterans charity right Um, so both of them he's all he's like nearly completely blind she's sort of 80% of the way to being blind so god bless them you know they got married and they're being interviews and they were holding hands and it was genuinely quite poignant and you thought oh fucking hell you know and it starts to make you think about the fact that we don't look after old people in this country as well as we should Mm. and you know just there's nothing to me sadder than seeing someone who's old struggling with anything or even you go into a fucking cafe or a restaurant or something and there's a little old person sat by themselves eating yeah and it just really gets you especially I get it with old boys I think maybe because I think about my dad and they still put a suit on and it's just there's something about it so it was quite poignant and then at the end of the report, 
the person who was doing like the interviewing and the voiceover hmm. said, um, "Really, is an example of blind love." I thought, hang on a minute, the saying's "love is blind." It's not blind love. That's not a saying. No, that just seems. Like... And also, why are you saying that? Why have you got to end it with some kind of fucking quippy? Well, that's an example of blind love. Yeah, why is it? Why okay. is it always got to be a sh- like? I love puns. Well, I hate them. But there's a time and a place for puns, and sentiment is not a time for. But punning. it's not appropriate. If he, if he, you know, even if he got the saying right and said, well, you know, even further proof that love is blind. It's like. It's not really an appropriate. Yeah, when the two people you're talking about are completely are actually fucking blind. blind. Like, just don't mention it. Just say, "This is a nice story." It's about a wonderful love. story. Yeah. It's like you wouldn't go, "Oh, this is an example of old love." This is an example you could just of say, you know, love overcomes any obstacle. Or don't give me some kind of pseudo poetic ending. You're a fucking news reporter. Just yeah. go. That's the story. You've been given a shit C class story. Let's face it. This yeah. is not the headline that you wanted. But don't make a shit quippy joke at the end of it. Intercut with some frankly horrendous news reporter participating in some kind of tough mudder style assault course what like how is this news watching him honestly he did this thing where he was like hopping from one thing to another whilst there was like these inflatable things spinning round and he got hit by one and a it was kind of funny because it looked like and sounded like he'd been shot (laughs) it was literally like a tap and he lost his balance and went and hit the water they showed it three times one of the times in slow motion it's the news isn't it well I don't know what it is I don't know what it is what's the point mate what is the point (laughs) what are we up against Fred fucking dinage (laughs) he's one for the kids isn't he the guy who was on how to yeah if you're literally if you're 20 if you're younger than 28 you'll have no fucking idea who Fred (laughs) dinage is or you live in the south for American listeners and Mexican prisoners Fred dinage is a weird old guy who definitely dyes his fucking hair doesn't he what little he has left and presents local news it's shit the state of British mainstream media what you got there well what I have here is um, something which I think is important to bring to the listeners okay so listeners will know that we produce a sister podcast yes called the babble rhythm yes but the babble rhythm in its carnation died oh so our random topic generator died yeah however I savoured the bones of the babble (laughs) rhythm and I reconstructed one that's better, faster, stronger, more exciting. More like Kanye. More like Kanye. Excellent. Yeah. So I thought what I would do is give our wonderful listeners of the Babel Munt a little bit of a taster of what they can now expect on Babel Rhythm 2.0. Oh. Because I think that's important. Yeah. For advertising purposes. Because <laughs> we have to advertise our own shit, basically. Yeah, basically, check out the Babble Rhythm running alternative weeks yeah. to the Babble Munt. Yes. So, and um, it goes a little bit like whatever this is. I mean, I haven't even... No, I, you've I have got no, no experience of what you're about to do. So, so instead so. of the new Babble Rhythm, instead of giving us eight random topics which we kind of circumnavigate, yeah. the new updated Babble Rhythm 2.0 gives us questions. Ooh, random questions to answer. Random questions to try and answer. Okay, so let's try and answer a random question then, shall we? Okay. How did the first woman... I mean, it says here, first women. We're still lining out some of the creases. The linguistic skills of Babylon 2.0 needs a bit of work, but I'll work on it. So how did the first woman ever to shave their legs know that the skin wouldn't just peel off? (laughs) 
That's a leap of faith, isn't it? Well, what if the first one's skin did peel off? And it was, you know, it's like some sort of wood plane. Yeah. And it was far too coarse, and all you heard was... Dah! Yeah. Oh, that noise. Yeah. Do you know, that reminds me of something. Go on. I remember when I was in school, and I went to the beach with a few people, and it was a really hot, blistering summer's, no, summer holiday day. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was It was full holiday like probably nigh on 30 degrees which for us is nice and toasty yeah at the beach no cover great and one guy came with us Alec yeah and he he put no sun cream on anywhere he's quite a pasty guy as well isn't he he was very much a hermit he's much more an outdoor chap now I'm yeah. sure he, he would appreciate me noticing the difference between then and now I mean he doesn't listen no fuck him yeah <laughs> Love you, I mean, don't fuck him. But... Well, you could if you want. He's a very good-looking chap. Yeah. But he got extremely burnt. Right. But we didn't realise until um, it was probably a good day after how burnt he was, and it was particularly his thighs. Right. Now, I, I, I remember this is vivid, it's disgusting, and it came back as soon as you made that noise. He was sat in his kitchen peeling his thighs... Okay. Now that in itself is fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was grabbing it at basically groin crease at the top and peeling entire sheets of skin the size of your palm off all the way down to his knee and it made the noise of... As he was pulling it off. And it is imprinted into my fucking brain. It was disgusting. It was like someone opening a fucking polythene bat. Was he a lizard? Oh, it was disgusting. It's making me go all wobbly. It's rank. So tune into the Babble Rhythm if you want more insight like this, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a man peeling off his own thigh skin. I bet you didn't think it was going to go that way, did you? <laughs> Could go anywhere. Yeah. Even though... Everyone keeps telling me that your voice is a wonderful thing. Right. Another thing that was brought to my attention is some of the listeners got in contact and quite enjoyed the story I told about nearly shitting myself. <laughs> now, now I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's probably one of my favourite stories you've told recently. Okay. And possibly one of the most memorable quotes of... Say no more. <laughs> Say no more, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. Now, luckily for you, Lee, and you listeners, that was barely scratching at the surface of some of the stories that I could tell you <laughs> of situations where I have been almost covered in my own poo. Wonderful. Right? So I thought, because people seem to like my poo tales poo tales woo <laughs> there you go <laughs> poo tales I thought I would lay a couple of poo tales on you if you, if you allow <laughs> go for it right so this may seem far fetched but this story happened to me twice on two almost identical occasions okay so two past relationships that I've been in I have had tricky situations where my bowels have let me down right now part of the and I'm not going to go into the ins and outs as it were please <laughs> but part of the condition that I have is also brought on it's not just diet and all that kind of stuff. It's also nerves. Right. You know, and everyone knows what a nervous poo's like. Yeah. So, the first time I ever met my university girlfriend's mum, she had just moved in to a really fucking expensive house. Really fucking expensive. Okay. And it was in the... She'd moved to the area that we were going to university in. Right. Okay. Right? So, my girlfriend at the time said to me, my mum's moving into the house. It's a perfect time for you to come and meet her for the first time. Right. 
So I was kind of, yeah, all right, fine. So as you do at university, you sort of your diet's not brilliant. Consumption of alcohol is high. So on any given day, I would spend a proportionate of time in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> so I drive up the driveway into the like bendy driveway into this massive fucking house, right? Was <laughs> it like the entrance to Jurassic Park? Basically, <laughs> me, 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 galloping hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> life, uh, man's away. Um, and kind of niceties, niceties, niceties. Yeah, I get two thirds up the driveway, the way up the driveway. And have the overwhelming urge that I'm going to shit myself, <laughs> right? So I go in, and and obviously her mum opens the door. Yeah. And there's all the kind of spiel, you know, Hagar, really nice to meet you. How you doing? And she says, "I'll take you on a tour of the house." I'm right. like, "All right." So there was probably, let's say, I don't know what, ten rooms in this house. I nearly shit myself in all ten of the rooms, <laughs> farted hideously in all ten of the rooms, at, to the point where her mum said, yeah, it's a weird smell in the house. And I was like, yeah, yeah, well, you know, if there hasn't been anyone living here for a while, it could be that. And then I said, okay. Um, it's damp. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, it smells like death. Um, sorry, do you mind if I just, can I just borrow your facilities? She's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And she said, oh, um, don't use the top one because um, it's not plumbed in properly. You'll have to use the downstairs one. Right. Oh, okay, fine. So the downstairs one is about one foot by one foot, <laughs> right? So I could, I have to sort of like slide in and pull the door at the same. It's like one motion of pulling the door as I sit down. Right. So I barely get my cheeks on the pan. The whole fucking world falls out my ass, as it always does. <laughs> and I've got the tap running to try and cover the sound because it's right next to where they are. They're loading boxes in, oh, and I'm just sake. fucking shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I sort of like, oh. Then I realise there's no toilet paper. Oh my god! Of course, of, of course, you yeah. can see it coming a mile away. So I'm thinking, right, what do I what do I do here? Now luckily, for the first and only time in the entirety of my life, in my backpack I have a packet of tissues. Genius. <laughs> Saved. However, the tissues were menthol tissues. No. <laughs> right? So I start clearing up my business. Thinking, God, it's a bit of a weird sensation. It's a bit tingly. Getting a bit of a tickle. Getting a bit of a tickle. <laughs> so, I'm thinking, and I look, I think, fuck, they're menthol ones. So I do my business, go to flush, doesn't flush. Nothing. Okay, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. So what I start doing is realising that there's no pressure on the toilet. Right. Now, I am a drama teacher. I am not <laughs> good at handy things. So I start getting... There's a, there's a vase with some flowers that someone has bought her for moving in on the windowsill. So I take the flowers out of the vase, put them on the floor, start filling the vase up and pouring the water into the basin... Yeah. To try and get it so that I could flush it. Then I think, no, I've also got to pour water into the top of the toilet system yeah. to get the kind of cyclical flush. Yeah. So about 15 minutes has gone past. Oh, my God. Keep hearing things filling up, being poured, filling up, being poured. And my girlfriend at the time knocks on the door and is like, are you okay in there? I was like, yeah, 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 I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm fine. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah I'm fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep flushing, nothing's happening. And I'm just at the stage now where what I have is a massive shit all kind of floating round in <laughs> shitty water, not going anywhere. Right? I've got I've got water almost to the every time I click the flush, the water level's rising in this fucking system. I'm thinking, oh it's good, I've got to get it to rise so it can 
go no is starting to look like it's going to overflow <laughs> in taking the flowers out and casting them on the floor there's water all over the <laughs> this brand new fucking wooden floor that she's put in this toilet so I'm just like well I don't know what to do <laughs> so I call my dad oh my god so I call my it's dad. It's like Ross in Friends with yeah. Jerry. I call my dad <laughs> and he's like, what, what do you want? I'm like, right. So I explain the whole situation to him. Oh. Obviously, he's dying with laughter. Yeah. Dying with laughter. But the problem was, <laughs> this was at a time before iPhones. Right. So I didn't have the capability of looking anything up on the internet, is my right. point. So as he's explaining to me what I should do battery dies on the phone so then I'm just and obviously it's a summer's day it fucking stinks in there there's no I can't get the window open because I can't find the key to the window there's no air freshener in there so I just I thought well I'm just going to have to I'm just going to have to own it so I just unlocked the door opened the door and they were both kind of stood on the other side of the door and I went I'm really sorry I've blocked your toilet it cost her five hundred pounds to get the toilet fixed but you didn't do that well apparently i did because i fucked the system because i kept pouring water into it (laughs) five hundred (laughs) pounds i always wondered why she never fucking liked me (laughs) so then the next after i broke up with that disaster i started going out with another girl We've been seeing each other for a little while, and I hadn't really revealed to her the the severity of my bowel problems. Right. Right? So, the first night, I'm dropping her back at her house, that she's like, you should come in and meet my mum and my stepdad. So, I'm like, yeah, all right, that's cool. Obviously, the previous first encounter has gone completely out of my head. I'm not thinking about that. But... She says, do you want to go for an Indian? So I'm like, yeah, all right. Sure. Because, yeah, I'm trying to impress. I'm trying to be a nice guy. I'm up for anything. Yeah. You know, it only lasts about two weeks in a relationship, but that's, I'll give it two weeks and then I'll just myself. Yeah. Um, so, pull up outside the house. She has this problem of a thousand cars everywhere and I start really needing a shit. Right. So I'm like, well, I'm going to shit myself. I'm trying to edge into parking spaces. Eventually, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to park on the double yellow lines and I'll come in and say hello and then I'll shoot off. Right. Thinking then I'll drive to the end of the road, go to a petrol station and destroy the petrol station. But I go in and I can't. As I'm, go- as I'm literally walking to the house, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to shit myself. And I have to say to her, look, I'm really sorry but I need to. I really need to use the toilet. Right. And she was like, "Oh, that's that's cool. We'll just go in." She's like, "I'll let you in. You can run upstairs, do what you need to do, and then come back downstairs." I was like, oh, "All right, fine." We get to the door, and she hasn't got a fucking door key, so she has to ring the doorbell. Oh, good god! Right. And unlike the previous one, where I got the world tour and farted in all of the rooms, there wasn't time for that. So her mum opened the door, and I went, "Hi, I'm really sorry." And I and I, and and the girl I was with, I nearly said her name, said, "Is it the top of the stairs, first door on your left?" So I walk in, I'm really sorry. Run full pelt up the <laughs> stairs. Closed the door. Like Pushed the woman out of the way. Get out of the way! Literally didn't say anything. <laughs> Stepdad sat in the living room like, who the fuck's that? Just fud, run fud, into fud, our fud, house. Fud. And I go in and it's just obviously world domination happens in there. <laughs> then two other things happen. One is I realise that they can 100% hear me because they're sat directly underneath it more or less. Right. The second thing is I don't realise that I haven't locked the door. And my girlfriend at the time's dog, who I've never met before, comes into the bathroom door, but the door's too far away from me to stop him or stop her or push the door. And as the dog comes in, the door swings open. I can hear her stepdad walking up the stairs. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I'm like, because I'm thinking, and by the time I realise, and it kind of happens, I'm trying to shoot a dog out, but if I stand up, I mean, I can't stand up because I'm going, 
<laughs> so I've got this like half like trying to cover my dick, trying to push the door. And he gets to the top of the stairs, and God bless that man. He looked directly into the toilet with me sat on it, white as a fucking ghost. The smell was <laughs> unbelievable. And he looks at me, and he looks at the dog, and he and he sort of calls the dog, and the dog comes out, and he goes, "Happens to the best of us, mate." And turns around down the stairs and walks down. I was like, "You could have at least." Push the door open. So now I spend the next ten minutes just shitting the door open. He's obviously gone downstairs and says, "Don't go out there because the door's open." Not like thinking I might just—I'm the kind of person that just shits with the door open. (laughs) Oh dear. The good news is, listeners, I don't—I'm not so—I'm not so bad anymore. I've managed to get a... So don't worry, if you ever meet me for the first time, I'm not just going to automatically go in and have a massive shit in your house, I promise. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't promise. I can't promise anything. I'm sorry. And so we reach the end once again. Once again. Feels a bit up and down, not going to lie. It's been a turbulent... Time. But they always are. Yeah. They're always, you know, they're rocky seas. There's good. There's peaks there's and bad, troughs. There's ups laughs, and downs. There's tears. But anyway, look. Yeah. For once, we're not going to drag out the ending. No. We're going we're to get it over pretty quick. Okay. Uh, so I just wanted to bring something to your attention more than anything else. Okay. So as you know, I have two cats. I do. And my elder cat, Ori, mm. has recently developed uh, a skill uh, none of us knew was possible. Okay. So, um,. I'm just going to play you the sound of her meowing. Okay. So that that was the sound of my cat meowing. Yeah. And um, what was interesting is that it actually sounds like a very popular 80s culture sound effect. It's in a movie. It's a very, very popular 80s franchise shall we say iconic well my default would always be back to the future because that's your favorite you're close you are in the right sort of ballpark of my favorite films but actually it is ghostbusters right the sound of ecto-1 my cat is in fact ecto-1 take it away ori (laughs) Who you gonna call? Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>